Good morning, Cathedral family, and Happy New Year. As it says in Psalms 150 and 6, like everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Not some things, but everything. Let's stand up with me as we receive the praise and worship team as they come to. Good morning, Cathedral of Faith. Somebody shout hallelujah. A little bit louder, shout hallelujah. God is good in all the time. Come on, somebody give them some praise in the sanctuary. We put our hands together. We lift our voice. We lift our eyes. We thank you, Lord, for the breath in our lungs. We thank you for the meaning of life and the purpose over our souls. We worship you today. You are my rock and my defense. You are my hope, my confidence. You are my savior and my friend. Cause you are good, you are good. We sing it together, thank you. Shout it out. I'll sing until the walls fall down. I'll sing until 
Hall Cathedral of Faith. We have so much to be grateful for. We have so much to be thankful for. Come on, just take a moment and just lift your hands, lift your voice, shout praise unto your God. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Father God, we are in your presence. We love you. We bless you today. I pray, Lord, that your name would be lifted high in the sanctuary. I pray, Lord God, that we would worship you in spirit and in truth. And Lord, that you would establish your will here on earth just as it is in heaven. We love you, we honor you. And in the name of Jesus, all of God's people said, amen. Let's worship him today. The atmosphere is changing now. For the spirit of the Lord is here. The evidence is all around. That the spirit of the Lord is here. Sing it together. The atmosphere is changing now. For the spirit of the Lord is here. The evidence is all around. That the spirit of the Lord is here. Overflow.
of your heart. Could you lift your hands to the heaven and sing it with us? Come on, a miracle. Say, a miracle can happen. Come on, let faith rise. Let faith rise. Let faith rise. Respond right now with a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Come on, let our faith be heard in the building. Come on, let Hallelujah. our let our gratitude be heard. Come on, let's we'll give you praise. Lord, we honor you. Hallelujah. In this moment. Hallelujah. Bless yes. your name. You are worthy. Hallelujah. Amen. Take the elements that you were given when you came in, and let's go to the Lord's table together. So glad that you're here. If you're on site, here in the building, outside in the amphitheater, out in the parking lot, or if you're joining us online, we are so glad that you're here. And the presence of Christ is here. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am. There I am, Jesus said. There I am right in the midst of them. We're gathered together in his name today. Can somebody say amen to that? It's all about him. We've come to say, Jesus, 2022 belongs to you. And we're ready for something new. We really are. And so I encourage you to put yourself in position to receive as we come to the Lord's table and receive in faith the new thing that Jesus wants to do in your life and your family in this coming year. Jesus, thank you for your body that was broken for us. Because you were broken, we can be made whole. And today we eat in faith, receiving the newness of life that is found in you. Let's eat of the bread of Christ. 
Jesus, thank you for your blood that was shed for the forgiveness of our sins. Because you gave your life, we can receive life, everlasting life, eternal life. And Jesus, you said that you are making all things new. And so today, we lift up the cup and we drink of the cup of Christ and we receive the newness that is coming from you. Let's drink in of the newness of Christ. And now I invite you to say with me, we were singing it a moment ago, but say with me what we were singing. It's the Lord's Prayer. Everyone declare it together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and forever. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Oh, it's great to see everybody today. Are you ready? Are you ready for something new in 2022? Amen. Boy, I am. And so before you're seated, look at somebody and, and let's declare that over each other's life. Look at them and tell them something new for you in 22. Go ahead. Something new for you in 2022. Well, it's so great to have you here with us this weekend. Again, whether you're here in the sanctuary, out there in the parking lot of the amphitheater, and welcome to those who are at home watching. Thanks, Pastor Daniel, for being there and leading our online campus. God is good, and all the time. What a powerful song we just sang. What a powerful prayer we just prayed. God has had a dream since the beginning of creation that there would be a people here on earth who would demonstrate what it's like in heaven. That's how Abraham got commissioned. That's how the early church got sent. That's why we pray that prayer, because God's plan is there'd be a people, us, who would demonstrate what it's like in heaven by our actions, our responses, our worship, our lives, and what we value. We want you to know how much we value you. We pray for you each week. We pray over these chairs. We pray for your lives. We plan services and worship. And we plan events and activities that will bless you and your family. And one of those activities that's coming up is a conference called Ignite. It's a conference for married couples to help us all go to the next level. So whether you feel like, hey, my marriage is really good, this will make it even better. If your marriage is okay, this will help it come up and be more what God intended because we value you and the relationship God has for you. We have a great privilege that two of our church members, Carl and Leslie Gardino, are coming to share a little bit about it. Take a look at the screens. Leslie and I have been fortunate to have been married to each other for nearly 19 years. But we also know that in the United States and even here in Silicon Valley, one of every two marriages ends in divorce. And the sad news is there's almost no difference between marriages between non-believers and marriages between believers that still end in divorce. One of the ways that we're hoping to address that in our valley is to put together through Cathedral of Faith our Ignite Silicon Valley Marriage Conference. So on the evening of Friday, February 25th, and Saturday morning, February 26th, we hope you'll join us and gather together to invest in ourselves and our marriages. We are bringing some of the most influential people who work on bringing marriages stronger around the United States. Gary Chapman of the Five Love Languages. The Comedian with a Purpose, Michael Jr. Jay and Catherine Wolf, a young couple who talk about building your marriage when everything else seems to fall apart. Chris Brown, who talks about finances, which is such a friction point in so many marriages. And the singer of I Swear, the group All for One, Jamie Jones, will be joining us as well. We hope you'll consider joining us for this year's Ignite Silicon Valley Marriage Conference. Carl and I had the pleasure of attending an amazing and inspiring marriage conference in Houston, Texas in August. 
couple years ago, and we thought, what an amazing opportunity to bring the message here to Silicon Valley, where so many couples are struggling um, post-pandemic, trying to work together and build their marriages. We have a vision that marriages can build and grow and thrive here in Silicon Valley, even in our fast-paced world. So we hope that you'll join us February 25th and 26th for the Ignite Marriage Conference. Amen. Again, we value you and we value your relationships and we encourage you to be part of this great event. Amen. In fact, I want to encourage you. There may be friends, family members, co-workers, people in your life. This isn't just for our cathedral family. This will help every marriage go to the next level. Invite them to come out. There's more information in the foyer after service. Julie will be out there to take your name. And we're just looking forward to what God's going to do. I encourage you to be praying for this event. This may be the hope that some people have been looking for for a long time, and we're believing it's going to be a great, great moment of something new in 2022. Amen? Well, as I said earlier, what we value, what we care about, we spend time with, we put energy into. If your life is centered around your looks or your workout or your career or your hobbies, it shows up in how you spend your time and money. And in this moment... We get to declare what's valuable to us when we bring our tithes and offerings to the Lord. And there's a variety of ways you can do that. You can pull out your phone and go to the app. You can go online to our church website. You can text the number on the screen. Here in the building, the ushers are coming through with envelopes. And at the end of service, we'll receive your gifts. And those of you who are watching online, you can write out a check, mail it to us, or drop it by during the week as you demonstrate what's valuable to you. In fact, there's a passage of scripture in 1 John chapter 3, verse 18, that says this. It says, let us not love just with words, but with action and truth. That's true for relationships, friendships, marriage. That's true for our relationship with God. We just don't love in words, saying, oh God, I love you, you're so good. But we do it in actions. And one of those actions is what we do now as we give. And I want to speak God's blessing on you as we dedicate ourselves and our gifts to the Lord. God, thank you that you're looking for a people who are going to demonstrate here on earth what it's like in heaven. You placed us in this zip code. You placed us in this part of the world so we could demonstrate through our lives, our giving, our ministry, our outreach, what heaven's like. Help us to do that more effectively. And may your blessing be great upon your people as they declare their worship and value that they place on you in this moment of giving. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, we're in a series called Power Up. Say that with me. Power Up. And here comes Pastor John to take us even further. Come on, let's power up, Cathedral. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. So good to be in the house of the Lord. God bless each and every one of you. Hey, before we get into today's message, I want to share a couple of things of what's happening um, in our ministry. When I came here four and a half years ago, one of the things that I shared with Pastor Ken and Pastor Kurt was our vision to reach out, to reach to different areas of the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I want to take a moment to thank Pastor Kurt and Pastor Ken for having that same vision that Pastor Kenny had, and that is to preach the gospel to every creature uh, throughout the world. And I thank the Lord that Cathedral has continued to help us in in this reaching out. Uh, Our ministry has touched various parts of the the world and various uh, countries. Tomorrow I head out to Guatemala. And uh, I know some probably have been concerned about my trip out to Guatemala. Let me tell you, it's safer over there than it is over here, okay? So uh, I thank the Lord for that opportunity to be there. So I take off early tomorrow morning. We are ministering in two specific areas on this trip. One of the places called Tecojate Escuincla, Guatemala. Wow, that's a mouthful, isn't it? Okay. Um, anyhow, this is the building that was originally in Tecojate. This was the church building. And we preached the gospel out of there. And the Lord began to save a lot of souls. In the process, God gave us a property. And now this is the inside of the building, of the new building. If you take a look at that, okay. 
Um, and this is the outside of the church. So, you know, we built several churches in Guatemala already. I'll give the Lord a clap offering for that accomplishment. I'm a pastor's son, and we went through quite a bit of suffering while my dad, my parents were in, in ministry. So what we do is we help a lot. We help out the, um, the pastor's family. Uh, because of the contributions of Cathedral, being able to pay the uh, education of a lot of the pastor's children. We've helped with their medical bills. We have provided um, um, things that they need in their home, anywhere from refrigerators to pots, pans, the list goes on and on. Um, we take them shopping. Every time we go down there, we take the pastor, his wife, and all the kids. We take them shopping. Uh, one of the stories, real quickly, um, there's a pastor's daughter who had never owned a new pair of shoes. Two years ago, 2019, we took them shopping, and she would not take off her new shoes. As a matter of fact, she fell asleep with her new shoes on, okay? But that's what Cathedral has done through their, um, uh, through their donations. This is the present kitchen at Tecojate, okay? And they do a lot of fundraising. Uh, I believe that in heaven there's going to be this huge, massive, golden statue of a tamale in heaven, okay? For all the tamales that were sold in Hispanic churches to build churches, okay? But we're going down there to build a new kitchen. We're going to start the plans to build a new kitchen for them. But especially the children's ministry, they have reached out in Tecojate. It's on the edge of a tropical jungle, and they reach out to a lot of, a lot of the folks there. And a lot of the children are responding. This is their, their, um, their facility where they teach the children. So we'll go down there to make the plans, likewise, to build a children's um, facility so they can minister effectively to them. As a matter of fact, we will return back in November of this year um, may hopefully taking a group of uh, men who will go down there and help build uh, the building. The other place that we're going to be visiting is a place called Caballo Blanco, Retaluleo, Guatemala. Caballo Blanco means white horse, okay? This is the facility that we first started ministering the gospel. It's a tin roof uh, church, and God began to multiply and bless and, and touch many people. This is the building on the outside now, um, it is, uh, it's, it's looking well, God is blessing, God is filling the church as well. And, and God, likewise there, we have uh, a great need to build a children's ministry um, facility so that they can reach out to the children as well. This is where they gather, and it's really just a, um, a couple of sticks that are put up with a tarp on top. But they gather because God is touching their lives, and we praise the Lord for that. So the ministry continues. Yes, give the Lord a clap for that. Uh, one of the visions that the Lord gave my ministry is that he would take me, the Lord would take me to different parts of the world to preach the gospel. In, um, in February, we will be heading out to the um, Peruvian Amazon, and we'll be ministering to pastors there as well. The vision is to help out the pastors in uh, ministering to their lives, their homes, their marriages, and likewise reach out to the Amazon folks. Uh, the gospel got there about 15 years ago, and there's a great revival taking place. So um, I'll be part of a couple of crusades in preaching the gospel, letting people know that Jesus loves them. In March, the Lord, Lord willing, will be heading out to Cali, Colombia. And Cali is a city that is run by the cartels. A lot of drugs that are being moved through there, a lot of gangs that are taking place. A lot of lives have been killed as a result of the violence taking place. Uh, several years ago, some folks um, saw my testimony online, and they shared it. So last year, they, I got a call that they would like for me to go and do a street-level um, crusade. We'll be going to one of the hardest um, neighborhoods in Cali, Colombia, to reach out to those folks and letting them know that Jesus Christ loves them. And so keep us in prayer as we head out tomorrow and also in February and in March, okay? 
Now, a lot of the, the trip uh, expenses and so on, God has blessed me with several individuals who have just felt in their heart to support us in that. However, I want to go back to Cathedral and the fact that they have that vision to reach the lost, and they have helped us in building those churches, helping those, those families, uh, especially the pastors. Pastor Kurt, uh, Pastor Ken, thank you so much. Let's give it up for, for Cathedral and the vision they have. Amen. Okay, so let's get into the word. Last week, uh, I shared with you about um, being powered up, uh, the power-up experiences that we have with the Holy Spirit going through the process as well as those, in, those individual instantaneous experiences that we have. And if you picked up a rock last week, I want to remind you that the rock is not for the spouse, it's not for the kids, it's not for your neighbor. It's just a reminder that we are giant killers, Amen. All right, so, you know, there's not a whole lot of intelligence or will behind this rock. Um, it's just a point of contact to remind us who, who we are and who we are, who, what we are able to do through the power of experiences that we have. Can I hear an amen? amen? So that we know that through this rock, we were able to defeat any giant that stands before us. However, this... Um, the story of David killing Goliath, it starts not at the point in which he confronts Goliath, but I believe it starts way back even before then. Um, God spoke to Samuel and told him, Saul is not obeying me. I need to replace him. I need a, I need a king for Israel, someone who will really serve me. And so the Lord sent Samuel to Jesse's house, and he had several sons. You know the story. He, he had several sons, and, and, and Samuel began to look at every one of them to see if that, they, they were the chosen one to be the next king. So he went through all the sons, and they were all tall, they were all handsome, they were all warriors, you know, and God said, no, it's none of them, okay? As a matter of fact, the scripture tells us something very important, that man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Can I hear an amen? That means there's hope for us short guys, okay, that God can choose us also, all right? Uh, none, of the short, none of the short guys wanted to say amen, all right? All right? That, that means that you don't have to be tall, you don't have to be handsome, all you got to do is have the heart willing to be used by God. And, and you know, Samuel, God taught him in that process that, again, God does not look at the outward appearance, but he looks at the, at the heart. And, and God showed Samuel how to look into someone's heart. So then when he looked at all the brothers, he said, is there anyone else? And they said, yeah, David, uh, uh, the youngest one. He's a shepherd boy taking care of the sheep. So they called for him. David shows up, and lo and behold, the Lord says, that's the guy. The short guy, okay? Someone say amen for the short guys, okay? That's him right there, okay? And, and God showed Samuel what God saw in David. God showed Samuel what God saw in David. Wow, that's a lesson within a lesson, a sermon within a sermon. Who is looking into your life, I would ask you? Who is looking into your life to show you what God sees in you? we got to submit ourselves to our leaders, to our pastors, to individuals who will look into our lives and tell us the purpose of God in our lives, the destiny of God in our lives. See, it took a Samuel to show them, to tell them, to tell David, you're the selected one, you're the chosen one. So I would ask, who is looking into your life? Okay, that's just a message within a message. So this is what Samuel does, okay? He takes the anointing horn, something similar to this, and he anoints David. He selects him. He's, he, uh, he's, with the symbolic anointing, he, he recognizes this is the chosen one, the anointing. That's what we're going to be talking about today is about the power up anointing. This is what the Lord did 
in the life of David. This is where it all started. His victory over Goliath started with the anointing. I'll say that again. His victory over Goliath started with the anointing. Now, I know the anointing is probably a subject that a lot of people think that it's super t- superstitious. It's something that is kind of like, you know, come on, pastor, it's really ultra-religious. But it is biblical. I'll say it again. It is biblical. And it is biblical not only in the spiritual anointing that there is, but also the physical anointing that there is. And usually the anointing was done with olive oil. It was a symbolic gesture that was done to symbolize something very important that was about to happen. Cathedral, get ready, because God is about to pour out a fresh and new anointing upon Cathedral for 2022. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So anointing in the Hebrew is the word masah. Masah means to either touch with uh, olive oil or, or pour it on top of an individual. I mean, there's some dictionaries that say that it's like, you know, when you put on gel and you smear it on, that that's exactly what takes place. Whatever happens, in whichever way it's done, it's an anointing that symbolizes something very important. We're going to go through what some of these um, symbolic um, things that are, are, are in the anointing. We're going to go through them real quickly to lay a foundation for the last two things that I want to share with you about the power of anointing. Somebody say that with me, power up anointing. Can you say it with a little more umph? Power up anointing. Because the anointing is about to flow on our lives today. I said the anointing is about to flow on our lives today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's get into this, okay? The anointing. The anointing that God has on our lives. It has a symbolism of consecration and dedication to the Lord. This is what a, when, a, when something or someone is anointed, anointed, it means that they are dedicated or consecrated to the Lord. It's not no light thing. It's something serious. It's something in the spiritual realm. It's something that takes place. See, God spoke to Moses in Exodus 28, 30, and 40 about anointing the priests that were going to serve in the tabernacle. But not only did he anoint the priests, he also anointed the furniture that was in the tabernacle, the lampstand, the tables, and so on, because it took something ordinary into something extraordinary. See, they were still men, but now they were dedicated and consecrated to serve the Lord. It was just a table, but now it was consecrated and dedicated to serve the Lord. This is what happens when the anointing comes upon our lives. This is why people see us different. They don't see us weird, they see us different. Can someone please say amen there, okay? People won't understand what is it about you that you have like something special on your life that what you do it turns out well you know why it's because of the anointing of God on our lives because it takes the ordinary into the extraordinary you can be a worker but when the anointing is with you you become an extraordinary worker hallelujah you can be a husband but when the anointing comes on your life you become an extraordinary husband all right I noticed that it was women who started that clap, okay? All right, they, they're saying it by faith. Amen, God, make him an extraordinary. Put that anointing upon his life, okay? See, because the anointing, the power of anointing, literally blesses a life. You see, it was not just a table. Now it was a blessed table. It wasn't just a kid, a son, a daughter. Now it was a blessed son or daughter. It wasn't just another guy. It was a guy who was blessed with the presence of God, with the favor of God, with the chosen status of God. Somebody's got to help me preach today and say amen there. You become from the ordinary to the extraordinary because the anointing brings blessing on your life. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
As a matter of fact, at the end of the service, you can go over to one of the kiosks, and they're going to have anointing bottles that you can take one per home, please, okay? And I'm going to encourage you for you to take the initiative. Don't wait for a pastor or leader to come to your church, to your house. You can take that same authority that God has given us as individuals. And yes, I'm going to encourage you that you take that faith that God has given you today and you anoint your house, you anoint your spouse. I put those two together because they rhyme, okay? House and spouse. You anoint your house, you anoint your spouse. You tell your husband, your wife, come here, babe. I need to do something special on you. And they say, smile, you bring out that little anointing bottle. And they'll say, what's that? Oh, little do you know, you're about to be anointed by God. You anoint your house. Hallelujah. Stop complaining about your car. You anoint your car. This is a blessing of God. You anoint your job. Stop complaining about your boss and anoint your job. You anoint your business. You anoint your kids. And everything that you anoint, it'll be dedicated and consecrated to the honor and glory of God. And it will be blessed. I said it will be blessed. Hallelujah. So when the enemy tries to attack your marriage, he will see the anointing. When the enemy tries to attack your home, try to put a full closure on your home, or try to take your car away, or try to take your job away, he's got to have his hands off because the anointing is upon those things. Come on, somebody praise him. Hallelujah. 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 One of the other amazing revelations to the anointing is that the anointing is always connected with the Holy Spirit. The anointing is always connected with the Holy Spirit. It's a power-up anointing of the Holy Spirit. Someone say amen with me. I think that this is taking us back to the basics. We not only need to worship, but we need the power of the Holy Spirit in this place. We just don't need a building. We need the power of the Holy Spirit in this place. We need the presence of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And that's one thing that gets me so excited about coming to the cathedral. I know that as I come to the cathedral, there will be anointed singers, anointed musicians, anointed worshipers. This place will be anointed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 61, verse 1, there was a prophetic message about Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And if you take a look at it, this is how it reads. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me. Take a look at the connection. There's spirit and anointing. Spirit and anointing. The Holy Spirit always accompanies an anointing. And as we receive a fresh new anointing for 2022, you will also receive a new portion of the Holy Spirit upon your life. Hallelujah. Somebody's got to receive that today. Hallelujah. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not being judgmental. I'm not saying that you don't have the Holy Spirit already. I'm saying you're just about to get more, a new and fresh anointing upon your life. Hallelujah. We've been beat up enough. We've been discouraged enough. Things enough has been taken, taken away from us. We've been on hold since 2020, but you know what? The anointing is about to flow. I said the anointing is about to flow. The anointing is about to flow on our lives. Talking about Jesus, the Bible records in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. Take a look at it again, okay? Spirit anointed. Anointed spirit. But it elaborates even more, not only the Holy Spirit, but with power. God is not only going to give us his Holy Spirit, but God is going to make us powerful in the spiritual realm to be victorious. I said to be victorious. Come on, church, you got to get excited to be victorious. Hallelujah. I'm not just talking about the spiritual. I'm talking about accomplishing God's will in your life, fulfilling God's purpose in your life. We will be powerful that, you know what, no matter what comes against us, we will fulfill what God has dreamed of our life. Come on, someone praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
And it's not just about being blessed. It's about being a blessing. Hello? It's not just about being anointed, but it's about touching the lives of others. It's not only about being empowered, but it's about doing ministry, empowered to transform lives. I believe there's a new and fresh anointing coming upon Cathedral of Faith that we will win San Jose for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 During this time, the enemy has, has been sneaky, and he is, he is infiltrated with, with depression and anxiety and, 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 and loss. But you know what? The new anointing, the new fresh anointing is coming upon cathedral, and we're going to push back the enemy, and the power of God is going to flow on San Jose. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm not talking about necessarily in the literal. I'm going to the spiritual realm. And I feel that this is a message not just for us. It's a prophetic message that God is declaring upon cathedral today. Come on. Give the Lord a clap offering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, because that anointing, that fresh anointing, it not only protects, but it also heals. Not only protects, but it also heals. This is one of the characteristics of Cathedral of Faith. From its very beginning, our founder, Kenny Foreman, who believed in the power of the Holy Spirit, who believed in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, where there was an openness to laying hands on the sick and seeing them delivered. And this, this, this church has a long history of seeing the power of God delivering individuals. The scripture says in the book of James this way, that um, is anyone sick among you, among you? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And not only will they be restored, they will also be healed. I declare that God has taken us into a new season of miracles and wonders, signs in which people will see that God is with us, not only upon our church, but upon individuals who are listening to me today. Because there will be individuals who come to you and they'll say that they're sick or they're afflicted by something and you will lay hands on them. I declare this on your life, that if you receive that anointing upon your life and you may say, I don't have a title, you know, I don't have a whole lot of education on this, but you have faith that our God can heal. That'll be enough for you to see the glory of God in your life. Hallelujah. It's individuals who are daring to walk into the spiritual realm and see the glory of God, where you will share the gospel, where you will give them words of encouragement, and God will be revealed to their lives. The scripture says the book of, in the book of Mark that the disciples, they went out during the time of Jesus. Jesus sent them out, and this is what they did. They went out and preached that the people should repent. They drove out many demons and anointed many sick with oil, and God healed them. Can someone praise him right now? Hallelujah. Have you ever sat and talked to Pastor Mike? You'll know that God has given him this wisdom, this insight on delivering individuals who have been demon-possessed or demon-oppressed. And Pastor Mike, I believe you're going into a new realm, brother. I mean, your territory of conquering is going to go to a whole new level. Hallelujah. 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 People will walk in, and because of the anointing on this man, they will be delivered. They will be healed. All of a sudden, God will set them free. Come on, somebody got to get excited with me today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the team that God has assembled through the wisdom of Pastor Ken. Individuals who have their own gifts in different areas. But you know what? The devil is trembling. Not because of the individuals, but because of the anointing on Cathedral of Faith. Because of the promises on Cathedral of Faith. Somebody's got to praise him. Hallelujah. 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 Uh, just hold on, okay, because I'm going to shift gears here, and we're going to dig in a little deeper. Are you guys with me? Because, you know, all of what I've talked about right now, a lot of people kind of dismiss themselves and they say, ah, that's way far away from me, this anointing stuff and so on. But it's real. It's real. So I'm going to dig in this. Let's dig into this a little deeper. The term yoke is a term that has been around around for centuries, if not thousands of years. Um, yoke. 
And it's not like when I was talking to Pastor Vaughn, I'm not talking about the yolk of an egg. You know, he was being kind of corny and saying, you're talking about egg yolk? Come on, Pastor Vaughn, don't be that way. <laughs> yolk. It's this apparatus, usually made from heavy wood or metal. Has a symbolism as well. It, it was used by farmers to subject their, their animals. It was used to break their will. It, it was used so that they could steer these cattle into doing things that they probably didn't want to do. It broke their will. The yoke not only has a history of being used with animals, but also people developed a yoke so they could carry buckets of water or grain or whatever thing that they had with them. Throughout the years, the whole term, the concept of yoke, developed, evolved. Jesus used the word yoke as an example, a symbolism. And he said, my, my yoke, take it upon you. My yoke is light and easy. In other words, a, a burden, something to carry. The Bible even says that it's, it's not good to be unequally yoked with someone who doesn't know the Lord. Because yoke has that symbolism of being something of weight. See, being something that breaks the will of the individual causes the individual to do something that they don't want to do. It means that it's something that is negative in our lives. I don't know, it could be anything from maybe your past. It can be mistakes that we've made. Maybe things that we're ashamed of, you know, that we don't want anybody to remind us. We don't want to remember them. It hurts. Of someone who maybe abused us or abandoned us, took advantage of us. Maybe it's things like sin that we know we've committed and offended God with. We can go even deeper and be depression or anxiety, complexes or fears. Things that we know we carry. Weaknesses. Addictions. Things that we struggle with. And the weight of that yoke brings us down. Takes away our joy. It breaks our will. Causes us to have our head down in shame. It's something that we carry. Wake up with it in the morning we go to sleep with it at night. Sometimes it's hard to explain because only we know what we carry. But the power up anointing is so powerful that it breaks every single yoke. Someone say amen. amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's people here today there's people here today who've been hurt by what you've been told or what's happened in your life. Maybe you didn't tell anyone of what happened to you when you were a child or what's happening to you today. They ask you the question, do you feel safe at home? And you say yes, but actually you don't. There's individuals here that they're asked, are you okay? And you say yes, but in actuality you're not. And it's a yoke that just holds you down. It keeps you away from doing what God has dreamed of your life. It keeps you away from you knowing what you can, are capable of doing in life. It, it, it's something that takes that, that confidence away that we say, yes, I want to. And so you don't laugh the way you used to laugh. You don't smile as much as what you did. You're, you're not happy with life. And it's a yoke that is weighing you down. The people of Israel were that way. They had been enslaved. Their wives and their, and their daughters had been raped. Their sons had been killed. Their homes had been taken away. They had, been they had to abandon their homes as they were taken as slaves. And for years they suffered this way. Their spirits were broken. Their hope was lost. They had no future in sight. 
But then God shows up. Hallelujah. God shows up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He shows up with a prophet named Isaiah. As today God has showed up with a little prophet, five foot nothing Mexican who is saying, God is telling you, he's about to break your yoke. That anointing that breaks all the yoke is about to break it right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this is what the scripture says in Isaiah. Follow me with it. In that day, the Lord will remove the heavy burden from your shoulders and break off the yoke of bondage from your neck because of the heavy anointing upon you. Come on, someone praise him. Hallelujah. 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 The anointing is available to you today. Oh, hallelujah. It is available to you today that you can rise up, that you can stand up, that you can be powered up and say, yes, I can do all things. 2022 is my year to fulfill what God has promised me, what God has dreamed of me, because the power of anointing breaks every yoke. I declare it in the name of Jesus. Come on, someone praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You got to step into it by faith. Even with your yoke, bring your yoke with you because God is about to break it loose. Because you know the power up anointing it's the one that lifts your head and not pushes it down. As a matter of fact, it breaks every yoke, breaks every bondage. It sets you free. It encourages you. It establishes you. It empowers you. I declare that in the name of Jesus on your life today. Hallelujah. 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 Will you stand with me right now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, I feel an anointing in this place. Hallelujah. It wasn't the rock. It wasn't the rock. I'll say it again. It wasn't the rock. But when David showed up with Goliath, he knew that it all started with the anointing that flowed upon his life. It symbolized, I'm the chosen one. God is with me. Yeah, you come with spear. You come with shield and sword. But I come in the name of the Lord Almighty because of the anointing that was with him. Hallelujah. And, and you know what, devil? You know what, devil? This is how I fight my battles. It's not with the rock. It's not with the sling. It's because of the anointing upon me. Is someone listening to me today? It's about the anointing upon my life. Because that anointing symbolizes not only my calling, but my significance. It shows who I am. I am chosen. I am anointed. This is how I will fight my battles. This is how I will confront the enemy. And listen to me, enemies. I am anointed. Come on, somebody praise him. Somebody praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Vaughn. Hallelujah. Come on, you got to declare it. This is how I fight my battles. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
word says, I am the Lord your God. Is anything too difficult for me? And I have called your name and I have redeemed you. And so we stand here today saying, I believe that the goodness of God I will see in the land of the living. How many of you believe that today? It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. I know it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm Do you believe that today? Yes. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. We know it may look like I'm Come on, praise Him. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Open your mouth and just praise Him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for you are with us. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Man, I need to take the time. I, I, I know we're extended, but you're going to give me just 120 seconds, okay? Pastor Ken, thank you, bro. Thank you for letting that anointing on your life flow on us. The week after week, we hear God speaking to us through you. Come on, let's give it up for our pastor. Hallelujah. 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 Get ready for fresh and new anointing. There will be doors and roads that will be opened up that are unknown to you. You haven't even seen them. And God's going to take you there. Hallelujah. His anointing will give you favor, and you will be a pastor of pastors. The cathedral will lead other churches as well because of the anointing that is here. Pastor Vaughn, Pastor Irene, get ready, man, because God is about to take you to a special place in his presence. Hallelujah. A special place in his presence. You know what? Where you will hear harmony and notes and melodies that no one else has heard. They have only been sung before his presence and God is going to teach them to you because of the fresh and new anointing that's gone, begun on your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By masters, you haven't seen anything yet. 
That anointing is going to be upon you now because of your humility, because of your obedience. God is going to break through so many barriers that have held you back. And people will say, what are they doing? And you'll just smile and say, it's his anointing that's happening. Come on, let's give it up for Healing Grove. Hallelujah. 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 Wayne, it's not just in your word. But now I teach you a new thing. It's going to be in your penmanship. In what you write. In what you teach others. God is about to take you to that level where man, your anointing is going to flow many generations after we are all gone. Hallelujah. Get ready for that, Pastor Wayne. Get ready for that, Pastor Wayne. Hallelujah. Hey, church, don't forget to take your anointing bottle at home, to home, okay? Hey, let it, just take one per home, okay? Share it with others as well. Just go outside to one of the kiosks, ask for the anointing, the bottles, and you'll get one. Go home, and man, take charge of it, okay? Anoint everything in your sight, your kids, your spouse, your dog that doesn't listen to you, your cat who doesn't obey you. Oh, just anoint everything, okay? And let it be blessed by God. Will you lift your hands as I bless you today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am chosen, Lord, for a fresh and new anointing. Hallelujah. Look out, enemy, because here comes cathedral. Hallelujah. Look out, enemy, because here comes cathedral with a fresh and new anointing. May God go with you. May he walk before you. May he surround you with his protection. I declare this in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. And cathedral says, Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah.